0: everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome back to my Master Your Magnetism podcast. I'm here with Deanna Dorell again. She's an intuitive love coach and healer. She's also the author of the best-selling book, The Dating Mirror, Trust Again, Love Again. And I'm just so excited. Everyone loves it when Deanna is on and we're broadcasting live on Bullhorn today. So welcome, Deanna. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me back. I've been looking forward to this all day.
0: So have I, and we have a great topic for everyone. We're going to be talking about how to handle relationship transitions, how to stay calm and magnetic If you're, for example, going from just dating someone to becoming exclusive, or maybe you're in the middle of a breakup right now, or somewhere in between, a man is pulling away or acting distant and the relationship is fizzling out, and we'd love to hear from everyone, so let us know where you're at or if you have any questions, and Deanna also offered to do some free intuitive readings for the live listeners. I know these intuitive readings are extremely popular with my audience, and if you're listening to the replay of this and if you'd like to book a private oracle reading with Deanna that will be in the show notes. There's also a link to your Amplify Your Love Energy Go at Your Own Pace online course, which is very popular with my audience as well. We'll go through the content at the beginning as usual and we'll take questions and callers at the end and we'll do the readings. Is there anything you want to say before we dive into this topic? Are you ready to get into these tips? I believe you have five for us today, right?
1: Yeah, so they just kind of flowed out at me. If you've known me for a while, I tend to stick with three because it's my favorite number. And then the spirit was like, nope, there's two more. I'm like, okay, we're adding these on <laughs> two. But really the reason that this topic came up is because so many people have been messaging me and asking, like, how do I deal with the emotions that arise when a relationship changes? We're so used to having it one way, whether that's like you said at the beginning, being in a casual thing and then all of a sudden one person wants to be exclusive, the other one isn't sure, or you thought you found your forever person and then you end up breaking up. There's so many different transitions that we navigate in our relationship space. And so I kind of saw a pattern with my private clients. And so the tips that I'm going to offer are things that I have done in my own life and also that my clients have practiced to really come into that space of feeling magnetic, feeling calm. And it's from that space of calm that everything comes. Even if you're experiencing things like anxiety or fear, there's always things that you can do to kind of change your state. And so that's really the foundation of why I chose this topic
0: it's such an important topic and so great to put this information out there in the world. I think that's generally when we tend to hear from people, right? When they're either feeling anxious because they don't know where they stand with a guy. And this could, I'm sure, apply to men and women. My audience here on my podcast is mostly women. So the language we use often reflects that. But of course, if you're a guy listening to this, this could definitely apply to you as well. So do you want to dive into that first tip? Yes, absolutely. So the first one is, again, and it's true for
1: any of these transitions that you're in, but it's to anchor into a self-care practice and a daily ritual, something that you do that really feels nourishing for you and kind of positions you as that priority. For some people, it may be something as simple as, setting your alarm clock to beautiful music so that you're waking up in this space of calm versus the, uh, 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 uh <laughs> mm-hmm. right. And for somebody else, it might be actually meditating or doing some yoga, moving your body, whatever it is when we anchor into a self-care practice and just establish that it sends the message to our brain, to our nervous system that we can handle whatever the day brings. And when you're going through a transition of any kind, it's really important to get into your body, to get out of your head. And so even if you just do one thing to really position yourself like that at the beginning of the day, I think it's always a good place to start.
0: Yeah, this can be really easy to just miss, especially if you're really busy or if you have children. I can certainly relate to that, just kind of jumping into whatever you have going on for the day. Your day just kind of starts. (laughs) And so even just waking up a little earlier or sometime during the day, prioritizing self care or exercise or whatever it is for you that makes you feel grounded can be really helpful. How does this relate to when you're going through a relationship transition?
1: Well, when you're going through a transition, when we wake up, or even sometimes when we're about to go to sleep, right, that's when the thoughts start to race. That's when the anxiety tends to be the highest because the world kind of quiets down, but our head gets really loud. And so it's really important to do anything consistently that's again, signals that brain, that pattern to say, hey, whatever you're going through, whatever you're thinking right now, This is your time to just drop in. And for me, it's journaling. I've been journaling since I was a little girl and sometimes hardly anything comes out and other times stuff for like a podcast, like this is a perfect. Example just flows out of me through my morning journaling. And when I don't do it, I notice that I'm more susceptible to the energy of other people. And in the case of somebody going through a relationship transition, that means you're kind of. Reacting to that other person and what they are doing or not doing, the message you're getting or not getting versus being anchored in your own energy and your own heart.
0: Yeah, it can be really easy to start overthinking, like just waking up, then all of a sudden everything that happened yesterday comes rushing back to you and you're checking your text messages and just overthinking the situation. So I love this first tip. Is there anything else you want to say about this one or should we move on to number two?
1: So I will say that the more that you can be consistent with the practice, it's going to be easier to set boundaries. It's going to be easier to be more intentional and mindful of what gets your energy, your time, your attention. And that's really going to set you up for success, no matter what happens in the relationship itself. So kind of segueing off of that, this is one of the tips that, you know, there's not a whole lot behind it, except it's more of a concept. It's a way of thinking that I just want to invite people to to try on if it helps. So that's the concept of seeing your relationship, right? We use the word, my, we like to take ownership of it. Even if it's ended, we're like my relationship, my breakup. And if you can shift that to say the relationship, the breakup, All of a sudden, there's some distance between you and this experience, this entity, right? It's also a great perspective to consider when you're trying to not lose yourself. So in the case of somebody who's going from casual dating to deciding to be exclusive, it can be scary. Like that presents its own set of fears. And so if you're scared of losing yourself, reminding yourself, oh, okay, this is, The relationship I'm choosing to create, not my relationship. And all of a sudden the pressure gets taken off and there's space for you to see the truth, space for you to explore and try things on and experience yourself with another person or experience things by yourself if you've been with somebody and you're breaking up. And it's just a lot more calm, I guess is the word.
0: I've never heard anyone say that before. That is brilliant. I really like that.
1: (laughs) Things. That was the tip that I was like, is this a tip? Or just they're like, just share it. I'm like, okay. <laughs>
0: it is absolutely just that mindset shift. Yeah. Never heard that anywhere else. So you're kind of removing yourself a little bit from the situation rather than being so wrapped up in it. I think that's great. Is there anything else you want to say about that one? I'm just loving yeah. these. These are so good so far. <laughs>
1: yes, of course. So you, know, you can insert anything in place of the word relationship. let's say you have the same thought that's really really annoying or the same feeling right like I'm just tired of feeling afraid let's just use that example so you can say the fear instead of my fear don't own the anxiety don't own the fear and then it's just oh I'm experiencing the fear I'm not the fear it's a very subtle shift
0: It really is. I've heard other experts say a part of me feels anxious rather than I feel anxious, you know, to kind of separate it a little bit. But I really, really like this. I think that is great. Are we ready to move on to the next one?
1: Yeah. So taking that concept, the next one is about letting go of who you were to embrace who you are becoming. And in that, we have to grieve. There's a grieving that happens at the chapter that's closing. And so often we just jump into the next thing or we avoid our feelings, even if it's a good thing, even if the transition's like, oh my God, this is what I always wanted in my heart. But there's a part of you that may feel like, you are dying. And I would say, you know, that can be true. So giving yourself space to let go of what was before so that you can open up to all the beautiful gifts, all the beautiful insights and experiences that are coming down the pipes, whether it's by yourself for the first time or with somebody in a deeper, more intimate connection. And trusting that as you celebrate the possibility of what you're stepping into, you can ask yourself constantly, like what could go right instead of what could go wrong? What could go right when I just embrace what's happening and what is going to come and deciding that it's going to be a positive thing, even if in the moment you're grieving. So it's really that lovely dance between grieving what was and then embracing what you have yet to see or experience.
0: I really like that one too. And to me, that would apply to like a breakup, especially Mm -hmm. mourning the loss, but even the other way around when you're going from single to in a relationship or from engaged to married or living on your own, which you've done your whole life, maybe your whole adult life to moving in with a guy, there can be a lot of fear around that, letting go of that independent single person. And a lot of times that's just running in the background. People are excited for all the changes, but there can be a lot of fears that hold us back too. Have you found that as well?
1: Oh, yes. And I mean, just to give a quick example, when I first moved in with my now husband, I I'm probably one of the most independent women you'll meet. And so it was during the pandemic and it was really hard to navigate that sharing of things, sharing of physical space, combining our families, our animals (laughs) and not losing myself. And so if I were to tell that version of me some advice, it would be that like, let yourself feel sad for letting go of your apartment, feel that feeling of fear that's like, what if it doesn't work out if I move in? I was rushing so much to like make it amazing, and it, it is amazing, but I think I could have grieved a little bit more and been a little bit more honest about the fears that were coming up and what I was leaving behind, again, to grow into who I am now with this amazing man.
0: I can relate to that so much. And I was actually going through the same thing at the exact same time, which I didn't even realize. <laughs> but yeah, I actually cried a couple times moving out of my place. I was so excited. And you kind of feel bad mourning. Yes. Uh, you know, but this place did so much for me. It supported yes. me through a- another difficult transition. And now I'm moving on, and this is what I wanted. And I'm so happy. But yeah, there is that kind of sadness or grief that comes up around that. So I love that embracing it rather than pushing it down and just trying to like focus on the positive, (laughs) right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. In a way it's like spiritual bypassing, which I Mm -hmm. always tell people like, watch when you do that because inevitably those other feelings are going to rear their head eventually. And you want to have space to deal with them when they do come up. And so it's so much easier to just say, wow, I feel all of it. I feel excited and terrified. Mm -hmm. I feel sad and like really, really happy. (laughs) It's okay to have that juxtaposition within yourself. I think we're taught to always be one thing and we're so much more complex than that. So yeah, just encapsulating it, let go of who you were, embrace who you're becoming and always ask yourself what could go right in this transition.
0: Love it. That is so great. Are we on number four? Uh, I think so.
1: Yes, we are. So, (laughs) that one is to continue giving energy to the activities and practices that make you feel happy and alive. It's so important, and I said this at the beginning too, to stay connected to our bodies when we're going through a transition, even when it's a really positive, desired one, because we do have a tendency to go into our head. A lot of the women that I work with. And also men tend to be empathic. So they tend to feel the emotions of their partner or the person that they broke up with. And so it can be kind of hard to distinguish what's their energy, what's the other person's, and to kind of lose the things that help you anchor into yourself. So if you were always going to yoga class, then keep going to yoga class, even when you don't want to, because that will get you in your body. It will help you to regulate your nervous system. So, that when those tough emotions come up later, your body's ready to handle it instead of just going into the mind, into the logic, and trying to kind of mastermind your way out of it.
0: Yeah, that's so important. Spending time with friends or family, whatever it is that makes you happy, that has nothing to do with this relationship, whether you're getting into a relationship or transitioning out of one. I think it's really important, especially if you're in that grief process. It can be easy to want to isolate and not do anything, but you end up feeling so much better at the end of those things often. So that's really, really important. And -hmm. you know,
1: during transitions, I feel like that's the time when the mind will try to justify why you shouldn't do those things. Like, oh, you should just stay home and watch Netflix and have a tub of ice cream. You don't want to really go out to dinner with your friends, or you don't really want to go to that yoga class. It's so funny how we try to convince ourselves to just kind of stay in the same loop. And there's definitely a place for that They're not mm-hmm. like putting that down. But when you are going through a transition, if you genuinely have a desire to move through it in the most efficient, graceful way, then yeah, having the spiritual discipline. To continue those things and super quick example before we go to last tip i went to my first tai chi class the other night <laughs> hmm. and i've been getting this message to go and right now i would say i'm navigating my own relationship transition we are definitely deepening our marriage it's my first year of being married which is, is so cool and also like ah <laughs> <laughs> and I realized myself, I had not been going to classes and seeing friends and trying new things. It was very much like work and my relationship and there was not much balance. So I fought myself all the way to that Tai Chi studio and my logical mind was judging the instructor for the first 20 minutes and (laughs) I came out of it feeling amazing. And when I came back, I felt so connected to my husband. We actually had a great conversation. And so it's just those little things that if you can just get over yourself and go to the class, go out with your friends, take the trip, Whatever that thing is that just gets you going and makes you feel happy, whatever transition you're going through is going to feel that much smoother.
0: That's so great. I love that story you shared. It's so funny. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, actually another expert who I interview all the time, and she's been married for I think nine years or something, but she was telling me that something she's been doing lately is actually prioritizing social time with other people Mm. because that's something she could kind of let go. It can be easy to let that go because sometimes it's just not that motivating to... Yep you know, get yourself ready, make the plans, get in the car, drive somewhere, whatever you have to do. And it was actually an effort to do that, because that's just something that she'd kind of let go of unintentionally, which we can all do over the years. And we were just talking about how it's a challenge to do that. But then after you get done with something like that, it's like, oh, I should do that more often. That was so great. It was more than worth the effort that you put in, even if it's not the most motivating thing in the world at the beginning when you're starting out. So that was great. I love that story. Are we ready to move into number five? Yeah,
1: so number five is actually something active that we can all do right now. And it's some emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping. Something Mm. you can do when you're feeling nervous, when you're feeling scared. But before we do it really quick, I wanna just say expect your transition to feel different get curious and allow all the feelings and the emotions to come up. If you're expecting to feel the same way through every transition, you're going to be stressed out. So if you just prep yourself, okay, this is different. I don't have to be a master at this phase of the relationship or absence of the relationship. I get to be curious. So letting go of that feeling like you need to be perfect and that it's always going to be one way, loosening up your mind a little bit, and EFT can help do that. So I'm gonna give you the short version. So if everybody takes your index finger and your middle finger, and I want you to just lightly tap your sternum, so right around your breastbone, and just notice what you're feeling as you tap. The idea is to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling. So for example, as I'm tapping, I might say, even though in this moment I feel really nervous, about getting into this exclusive relationship. Even though I feel like he's just going to abandon me and it's not going to work out, you just let yourself vent. And when you feel complete, you're going to end with this phrase. Even though I feel all of that, I still deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then you're going to release the tapping and take a nice deep breath and exhale. And just notice how you feel.
0: I love that so much. I love EFT. I used to do it all the time, <laughs> maybe 10 or so years ago. And there's so much more you can do. I think for people who are new to it, what is the reasoning for tapping? Like It's the acupressure points, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So there are different points on the body that connect to your central nervous system And it's about really honoring how you're feeling so that you can release the part of that thought or that feeling. That's not helping your body to move the way it's supposed to move. So you can use it to release stuck emotions. You can also use it to manifest and call things in, but I always recommend releasing first. And if you just type in AFT into YouTube or Google, I'm sure there'll be a thousand plus videos on it. Um, this mm-hmm. is just one of the points that we did. And it's one of the easiest points to do because when we're talking about love, when we're talking about transitions and intimacy and emotions, the sternum right over the heart chakra, that's the spot, that's the spot that we can feel tight. We can feel like we can't take a deep breath for whatever reason and when you can slow down Acknowledge how you're feeling without making it wrong, then energy can move where it's supposed to.
0: So true. I highly recommend it. It's helped me personally. It's totally free. There's a whole sequence you can do. There's a lot of points on your face and there's different phrases you can say. So that is a fantastic tip. Do you want to recap these five or is there anything else you want to say on this topic before we get into some readings? Yeah,
1: let's do a quick recap. So the first one is have a self-care practice that you do daily. The second one is experimenting with the concept of the relationship versus my relationship. And then the third one was letting go of who you were. So you embrace who you're becoming. The fourth one is giving energy to the, the things that make you feel happy. And then the last one is to play with EFT. When you have those emotions that seem stuck or you're caught in a mental loop.
0: I love it. This was a great topic. I'm so glad you had this idea for today. (laughs) I think it's just so helpful for everybody. I really think that (laughs) So many people come to this work when they're in that transition period. They're not sure what to do, how to stay calm. So we're looking forward to hearing from everyone. We can take five callers if anyone wants to call in. I think now would probably be a good time. While we're waiting for some people to do that, I know we always do a reading for me, which I always look forward to, just to give people an idea of how it works. I see some people in the chat that I think are new to my podcast. So would you like a question or do you just want to do a general one for me? Do you have a question? The only thing I can think of is sort of similar to what I asked last time, just what's the energy around what's next for me? Maybe what's next for me through the end of this year, work-wise specifically. I know you gave me a time frame last time of end of summer, which is not here yet. Mm -hmm. So maybe if something else is coming through about that, I'd love to hear anything about that.
1: Oh, how cool. Okay, so I pulled a card called straddling worlds. And so there is a part of you that may feel like you don't want to give something up and only you know what that is, but it's like you don't want to give up maybe a certain thing that you've been doing in your business or a certain way of doing it. And then there's another part of you that's like, but I want to like be free and I want to try something, not even new, but just like a different, more elevated version of it. And so the message is really as you allow for the universe, your intuition to show you how to combine and merge those two sides of yourself, there's going to be so much clarity that happens in the very near future. And I would echo the same thing I said last time, I think towards the end of the summer, even like early September, before September 15th for sure, where you're like, okay, I'm going to take this part of what I was doing and I'm going to chuck this other part. And then I want to kind of play an experiment with this. And so there's a little bit of the brand new where you don't know what the heck is going to happen, but it excites you. There's a little bit of the tried and true that you're like, this still feels aligned. And then there's going to be a removal or a grieving process of something that you just completely chuck and may feel a little bit conflicted about, but ultimately it's going to be the right thing.
0: Wow, that is very specifically spot on. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to give you an update. We can do it on a podcast episode maybe later (laughs) this year. I know we've done that before where I've, in our other episodes, told you exactly what's transpired, and it's all been so spot on. So thank you so much for that. I can't wait to go back and listen to that myself. And I'm looking at the chat. People are saying, hi, everyone. I love Deanna's readings. Her reading was so spot on for me. Everyone always comments about that. So if you're listening to the replay, again, if you'd like to book a private reading with Deanna, that link is in the show notes notes and amplify your love energy, Deanna's online course. I believe it's a 14-day go at your own pace online course. So those are in there. And we would love to take some callers now. I think I already see one. So are you ready to do that, Deanna? Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Also, for people listening to the replay or even listening live, you can get messages from these intuitive readings, even if someone's asking about something that Is in a different area of their life, right?
1: Absolutely. I would recommend everybody get a sheet of paper out if you can, and at the top of it, write, How could this apply to me? And every single call that comes through, every single reading that I do, can be a message for you. And pay attention to when your emotions tend to be heightened or when you start spacing out, because that's also an indication there might be some resistance around what you're hearing, but it could be applicable
0: got it and i see four people have already called in right away so we only have room for one more so if you want to call in go ahead and do that and it'll add you to the queue so i'll go ahead and open ginger up first hi ginger hey ginger hello there
2: hello i love i love these calls you ladies are great together oh thank Thank you. you so much fun yes yes
1: how can we help today
2: Well, today I would love guidance or insight around what's most important for me to be aware of in the transition I'm having is being available to be more active in like meeting new partners or men in person and having new experiences. I've been kind of hiding out or on the down low for quite a while. And I would love to, like, in the last week and a half, I feel like it's really opening up, and I'd love to know what's most important for me to be aware of in this process that could support that.
1: Love it. Well, first off, congratulations on deciding, right, to, like, be back out there, even though you have been kind of hiding out. So I think the decision is just as important as, you know, any guidance or advice. So, hmm. good job already. Thank you, <laughs> Um, But the card that I got is called Watchers and it very much looks like Sedona to me. Like it looks like there's a bunch of red rocks on top of one another. And at the very top is kind of an, an image of a lion's head. And so the message that comes is this is about letting yourself be courageous to explore these men for who they are versus how they can necessarily fit into your life. It's like that concept of just being curious to see, like, oh, who is this person versus will they fit into what I want? And not that you're doing that, but that's just kind of the thing you ask, right? What can I be aware of? Yeah, Is aware of when your mind starts to go into that assessment mode (laughs) versus just experiencing the person for who they are and then seeing how you feel. And Mm -hmm. because it's the red rocks, it's also about your inner strength. So trusting your intuition enough to know, like, if you're on a date and it just feels like it's harmful in any way or toxic, like giving yourself permission to get up from the table and leave, like you are not obligated, right? None of us are to stay for the full date if it's not appropriate. So giving yourself that permission and that freedom, I think will make it a lot more fun.
2: Hmm. Thank you. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And and awesome. being curious more, I, I totally, that does resonate because sometimes, my mind will go into like more of the assessment mode and like want to just, I guess it's want to just like stop spending time and energy if I don't think it's a good fit. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this card is saying to be more curious about them and who they are rather than like finding someone.
1: Exactly. It's that whole who am I being with this person? Who are they versus what can I get from this? And is this the right thing all the time, you know, and, mm. and trusting that if it's the right thing, your body's naturally going to want to see them again. You're not going to have to overthink it or justify anything. Mm-hmm. It's just going to feel like a pull, like, Oh, I just want to go forward. Like literally your body needs tip forward and listening to that.
2: Okay. Awesome
1: yeah
2: let us know how it goes
1: and that's exciting summertime's like the perfect right the perfect time to start dating i just always picture people just being so flirty and happy during this season
2: <laughs> hopefully it all works like that yes
0: Yay. thank you so much for calling in ginger i'll go ahead and close you up paola i'm opening you up next
3: Yes, hello. I'm Paola. I'm happy to talk to you, Helena. I've been listening to you for a while. Um, Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, I think this
0: might be your first time calling in, right? Yes, it is. Awesome. So what question do you have for Deanna? We're so excited to connect with you here today.
3: Yeah, so I've been dating for the past few months and
1: I was wondering if I will meet my person this year. Awesome. Okay, so let's pull a card for what... Spirit wants to share with you about this year and your person. Okay, so so funny, I got the unmarked trail revelation. So in terms of timing, I always say there's so many factors and while I cannot predict exactly when you're gonna meet your person, what's coming up in this card is, you've been developing stepping stones to really prepare for them, which is really cool. Because oftentimes, you know, people will want to meet their soulmate and they'll have this giant list. They're not doing the inner work to prepare for that person to arrive and to stay. And you have. So this is a message when you feel like you're in uncharted territory or you feel a little bit nervous when you're on a date, that doesn't necessarily mean this is the wrong person. It may mean this is something unfamiliar. It's kind of a new sensation, a new pattern and you've done a lot of work on yourself to kind of uncoil yourself from unhealthy dynamics. So I do feel like you are going to meet somebody definitely by the end of the year. Again, I don't know if it's going to be your forever person, but giving yourself that pat on the back to keep going because you are on the right path and the unmarked trail is saying you're going to hit some, Points along your dating experience this year that feel like you don't have the answers you don't know what to do but listen to your body listen to your intuition and if it feels a little bit scary and also a little bit exciting that combination is really good for you it doesn't mean that you're headed in the wrong direction necessarily it's just new does that make sense yeah. yes it does it definitely resonates and i have been working. Hard on myself?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: give yourself props. I think now is the time for less work, quote unquote, on yourself and more just staying open, experiencing different men in your space and really playing with your feminine energy and, and just enjoying being out there. It's a beautiful energy once you can kind of just get past
0: the mind. Okay. All
3: right. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling
0: in. Yes, thank you so much for calling in. And also, I'll be back in two weeks for all the new listeners. I go live every other Friday at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, which is 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So feel free to come back and let us know how everything's going. And I see Sylvia up next. So hi, Sylvia. I just opened you up.
3: Hi, Hi, Elena. Thank you. Hi, hi Diana. Thank you. I like very much your readings. I always can resonate with them. So thank you for my. Thank you very much for having me in. So thank you. So my question today is that I feel I'm in transition. So I I would really like to meet my person. But uh, at the same time, I have other opportunities coming up in other areas of my life and I still feel connected with a person from my past. So mm-hmm. I just want to know how to find my way right now.
1: Yeah, so just to be clear, is this person from your past, are you still engaging in a romantic dynamic with them or is it a friendship? No, 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 no,
3: no, 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 we don't see each other anymore. It was before uh, I, I moved.
1: Okay, gotcha. Great, well, let's see what comes up. Well, this is such a beautiful card. Okay, so I got the heart home, and it's all about compassion. And this is about having compassion for yourself. So similar to the reading that I did with Helena, where hers was about straddling two different worlds, for you it's about accepting all of your emotions. So in order to meet your person, it's about acknowledging how you feel. So there's a part of you that still feels very connected to this person from your past, I would encourage you to get clear on the feeling, like what is the feeling that that person reminds you of and what comes up for you when you think about that dynamic and writing those adjectives down because the sensation and the feeling is what you're really maybe missing versus the relationship itself. Does that make sense?
2: Yes, it does.
1: And so it's like, you're not wrong for still holding on in some way to that person. But if you can kind of take a wider lens and see, oh, you know what, they're not actually giving me anything. They're creating and reminding me of feelings that I'm experiencing when I'm with them. And you can create that with somebody else. But sometimes, you know, it can be hard because the mind is very black and white. It's like, well, I have to just totally forget about my feelings with that person. I'm done, I'm moving on, and I'm going to be meeting my person. (laughs) And it's very disruptive to our nervous system when you're trying to transition into that. So have Mm -hmm. compassion for yourself. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And that compassion will open up the door for the partner who also has compassion for themselves, right? So you don't feel like you have to be this polished, perfect version of you in order to meet them.
3: Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you yes, very much.
0: My pleasure. Thanks for Thanks calling, calling in. in. Yes. We said that at the same time. Thanks for calling <laughs> in and I'm closing you up. I see Mora next. I just opened you up. Hi, Helena.
4: Hi. Hi. How are- Hi, Diana. So thank you both so much for having this great podcast. I love your podcast, Selina. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Diana, I have to tell you, thank you. In February, right around my birthday, February 3rd, you did a reading for me. Mm -hmm. And first of all, you told me the guy that I had just broken it off with, you basically told me you're way, way far ahead of him don't worry about it. Just keep going forward. So you were right. Thank you very much. And the second thing you told me was your job is coming, Maura. And literally two weeks later, my friend connected me. I have a great job. So I just wanted to give you feedback on that reading. Congratulations. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm back to you, Diana, to ask you, I'm being patient, Diana, like you told me.
3: I really am.
4: But I would like to know what does my future have for me this year in my love life in finding a high quality man. I want I a high it. quality man. I love I'm it. not needing that. that. I'm not meeting that right now. And I'm not sure, like... Do, do you feel like I need to do something? Am yeah, I not? So that,
1: first, I'm going to cut you off because I'm getting a message. I'm not even pulling a card and I'm getting the message. But whatever dating app you're on, you may need to change it. Okay. So, and, you- and you've been kind of getting that directive from your own intuition.
4: Yes. Um, yes. So yes. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I cut them off and then put them back on and cut them off and then put them back on. So, okay. I'll cut them all off. Honestly, I'm not meaning high quality men at all there. Yeah.
1: You know, it's so funny. It's like for one person, Bumble or like eHarmony will be it. And for the other one, it's match. And for the other person, it's like, we met him at the grocery store. But yeah. Um, but yeah, if your intuition is saying like, it's not this app right now, and it may not be the, the truth forever, but right now like, you need to listen right. to it because I do see, Changing your space is really important. And then the card that I pulled for you is stars in the sky. And it's this beautiful woman, which is you, kind of in a yoga position in the middle of a bridge. And it says stars in the sky, limitless possibility. So this is about casting a wider net. Perhaps the person that you're meant to meet may not even be in your city. They may be a friend of a friend. Like cast a wider lens Cast more space in your heart for them to come out of nowhere, come out of left field. So if there's any part of you that's like, oh, they have to be in this city at this time. I do.
4: Yeah. I say that, Diana, all the time. I'm very, very cautious about LDRs. And I say all the time, no, you know, you're not close to me. I I just don't feel it's going to work. I am cautious about LDRs.
1: Yeah. So... But you never know. He might be right. from another country. I just see this as like just keep your mind a little bit more open and your okay. heart soft and okay. you'll have way more possibilities. Because if it's the right thing, and I'll say this for everybody, if it is the right person, you cannot F it up. <laughs> Thank God. Really? You can try really, really freaking hard to F it up, but if they're your person, they will still come back around and you're like, really? You're like you're still standing here. Right. <laughs> So relax, stop trying to control it, but listen to your intuition and get off that app.
4: Okay, will do. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. You're welcome. Thank you so much for calling in. And I see Kelly up next. Hi, Kelly.
3: Hi, Helena. Hi, Diana. I am Hi. so excited you guys let me in. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yes, so, Helena. Pleasure.
3: I've been a quiet listener for the last two, three years, your podcasts and your videos previously. I had a really bad breakup three and a half years ago, and then I had some family tragedies. So I took the focus off myself and dating and just wasn't a priority. So I've been out of the scene for a while, but yet still working on myself, you know, healing from that breakup and doing the right things. I gave online dating a little bit of a chance about a year ago with no luck. And then I'm at the point now where I would just love to meet my person. I would rather do it organically, but I work from home now. And although I'm very active, you know, it's just the same people around. I live in Southern California. So I guess my question is, Is it my time? Should I put myself back out there? Should I go for it? Yeah. I'm just going to
1: step in. So again, before I even pull a card, what I heard from my intuition is you need to believe in yourself a little bit more. You've been burned in the past. Who hasn't, right? But like really anchoring into that belief that you're good enough, that you have nothing to prove. And (laughs) maybe that's a daily mantra. You look in your mirror and just say, oh yeah, I have nothing to prove. I'm enough.
3: Aw, thank you.
1: Yeah, and I pulled a card for you, and I got whale song. And whales are so misunderstood, right? They're like huge (laughs) and kind of like intimidating, but they're usually very, very gentle. And so this is the invitation is to be more gentle with yourself. And part of meeting your person is about letting go of that kind of obsessive thinking not that you're doing this but maybe this is a pattern you've already completed of worrying like am i good enough for them or trying to measure yourself against what you see as their success and what they're looking for versus Mm -hmm. just knowing that you bring your beautiful self to the table and that's good enough right the whale is just like yeah it's big and it's kind of I love you know, it. intimidating but it's a whale <laughs> and it's happy to be a whale like
3: yeah okay <laughs> and I am a constant warrior my grandmother gave me that trait I try so many things to overcome it but yeah that's me
1: <laughs> okay so I'm going to give you an extra bonus tip are you ready yes stop saying I'm a warrior okay <laughs> everybody the words I am are the most powerful words in the freaking universe. What you put out there. Oh. that is what you put out there.
3: I never so, thought of it that way.
1: So just an invitation to shift that is I sometimes experience worrying.
3: Okay. Right? I like but it.
1: You are not a worrier. If you're not a worrier, then you're just you. Sometimes you experience being worried.
3: right
1: but that's not who you
3: are okay oh my gosh thank you diana thank you helena for letting me on
0: oh you're welcome i'll go ahead and close you up that was a great tip i'm sure that was probably helpful (laughs) for everybody and just for the sake of time i know i'm so protective of your energy because i know this can be really draining for you you. (laughs) so i see heather up next hi heather Hello. Hi ladies. Hi.
4: (laughs) So I want to respect your time too.
2: So I will be efficient like a good little German. Um (laughs) so what are best next steps romantically and professionally?
1: Okay, so let's pull a card for what is the next step? Okay, so because you asked about two areas they're saying it's the same message really for both. And mm-hmm. the card I got was vanishing mirror ego sublimination. And it's literally like a shattered mirror and the mirror is super fancy, super ornate. And it's just like being smashed to bits, but your ego has really gotten kind of beating in these two areas. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> So the vanishing mirror is saying really the first step or the next step rather is to completely like step into a space if you can of humor about it. Like mm-hmm. if the mirror wasn't there, if there was nothing to measure yourself against, because the mirror is about looking at yourself in the eyes but so often we look at who we were before, right? Like
2: Mm -hmm.
1: when I had the great job, when I was in the relationship, what the F is going on with me now that I don't have those things to the same degree. And we start kind of judging ourselves against time in the mirror. But if the mirror wasn't there and you didn't have any kind of reference point from the past and you were just kind of experiencing the now, if you can see the situations with humor and lightness, Not a false sense of like, oh, it's all love and light kind of thing, but just, wow, isn't this hilarious? Like I've done everything I can think of and I'm about just ready to smash all the mirrors in the freaking universe and just go into that kind of inner child lightness. I feel like something is going to shift very soon.
2: So I need to buy a clown
1: outfit. If that's what works <laughs> or you can buy a bunch of mirrors at the dollar tree and put them in a garbage bag and start smashing stuff <laughs> as a symbol of letting go of that part of you. That's feeling like your identity is tied to having those things in a certain way. Yeah. Thank you. That's very helpful, dear. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the both of you. My pleasure. Thanks for calling
0: awesome. in. Yes. Thank you so much. And I know we have, A few minutes left. There's just one more caller. Do you feel up for it, Deanna, or are you? Let's do it. Okay, okay. awesome. You're so amazing. (laughs) Okay, we'll make it brief. So hi, Kena. Yay, I'm so glad I got in. Um, So my question is,
1: what is it going to take to get commitment from someone that I'm really, truly interested in? I find that the people that I really am interested in going further with, it's, you know, don't feel the same and then vice versa. So are you I'm just a, like. Are you in a relationship right now where that's the question or is this kind of more like when you meet the person? No, I've been single for like five years. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, oh my gosh, I cannot make this up you guys. So there are 64 cards in the deck that I'm using and I've shuffled it very well. And what card do I get? The same one I got for Heather, the Vanishing Mirror Ego card. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's so funny because when I look at this for you, it's kind of a, a little bit of a different message. So what I get for you around this is really owning your inner beauty even more than you have. So letting go, or at least kind of loosening your grip on the somebody has to commit to me, and looking at where have you not fully committed to yourself? And this could be in a completely different area, whether it's career or your health goals or something, like where could you even further show commitment to yourself? in that area and see it as a symbol of really owning the inner beauty and all of your self love. Because Mm -hmm. I do see you've had a lot of what I call divine decoys in your relationships where it appears like the real thing. And then at Mm -hmm. the last minute, it's like the rug is pulled from underneath you. Mm -hmm. It's happened at least twice, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm often left like very shocked. Yeah. And you're like, why didn't you say this up front? Right? I never would have done this. (laughs) Yeah. So your pattern with that, it feels like it's complete. But the thing to really kind of seal it in your energy field is to like, go back to the question of, okay, where could I commit even more to myself? And again, maybe not in in relationships and love, but like friendships, look at the other areas where you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I've kind of been committing, but not as much as I could. Or maybe you need to go back to the drawing board and redefine the goal or the priority. Mm -hmm. But the more that you can do that, even just in one space, it will shift everything else. But I do see that you're pretty much done with that pattern. So I really highly doubt that you will let yourself get to that point again. Your intuition will tell you early on if it's not a fit, which is great. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in.
0: Yes. And Kena, I know you called in in my last episode, I believe, and you gave me a great suggestion for how to trust yourself if you have an anxious attachment style, specifically in relationships. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do a whole episode just on that with an expert that will help you out. Awesome. Can't wait for that. Thank you. You're welcome. So I just closed you up. And I know we wanted to prioritize the callers today. Deanna, how is your energy? I know we have about five minutes left.
1: I feel like I can probably do one or two chat questions. Okay,
0: we had a lot of questions in the chat, but a lot of those people actually called in. So we only have two. So is that okay with you? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So Leanne says, I would love a reading surrounding my love life. I just recently started dating someone. Also, I feel past connections have been popping up. What is the energy surrounding this? Okay.
4: Hey, Leanne.
1: All right. So I got the Metox card, repairing the body, mind, and spirit. So the message that comes is every opportunity is not one that you have to say yes to. So right now you're kind of the bell of the ball and I wish I could show you this card. It's this beautiful goddess like in a bathtub blowing bubbles and she's just surrounded by all these things and she's like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that one. So enjoy the attention, but just know that you don't have to take action on every single thing that comes into your space. It's actually easily overwhelming. So just ask your intuition. Is there anything I need to do about this? And sometimes it's No. And that's okay.
0: Perfect. Love that. I think that could probably be helpful for everyone. And then, last one from Nivedita. She says, I would like to know about my career and love life.
1: Nivedita, it's good to see her. Okay, let's see. And same as I did with Heather, we're just going to combine the career and love life into one piece of advice that will apply to both areas. Okay, so I got the wailing tree reconciliations. So there is a part of you that may feel really angry and you need to own that. That may feel very disappointed in either area about something that you know you were wronged about or maybe betrayed or didn't pan out the way you thought it was going to. And so to move energy and really stay open to that next thing that's coming, because I do see things want to come in is to just be honest with yourself. Be honest about what you're really angry about, write it down, maybe burn it, go to the Dollar Tree, get a bunch of beers, smash them in a garbage liner, whatever works, but be honest with yourself and come to a reconciliation with yourself around it. What was your part, if anything, who do you need to forgive and are you willing to let it go so that you can open up to all the beauty that wants
0: to come your way? Beautiful. I love it. And by the way, Leanne from the last reading in the chat, Deanna says, that really helps. Thank you so much. There's so many amazing comments in the chat about, thank you so much. Great topic Mm -hmm. today. Your readings are so spot on, which everyone always says. So amazing. And we're actually one minute early. So perfect. We fit everybody in. I love when we can get to everybody. I just love connecting with my live listeners. And Kelly asks, where can we find the replay? So the replay of this will be posted on my podcast, Master Your Magnetism on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even right here on Bullhorn. I'm gonna post it in a few weeks. And if everyone wants to leave me a rating and write a review on Spotify or Apple, that would help me out a lot. That really helps my podcast get recommended to more people and spread these messages of empowerment and self-love that would be great. Everyone always asks if there's a way they can give back. I've been getting emails like that recently. So if you'd like to leave me a five-star rating, that really, really does help. So thank you so much for everyone who's done that already. And Deanna, this was great. I'm so happy we could get to everybody and still keep it to an hour. Is there anything else you want to say on this topic or anything else before we close out? Just believe that you are love and That love is not something outside of yourself
1: to get, to acquire. It's like we get to be love every single day and it starts with ourselves. So regardless of your transition, just bless the transition. It's exactly where you need to be right now. It's exactly where you are
0: meant to grow right now and trust the process and don't give up. Love it. This was so great, Deanna. I'm definitely going to have to bring you back on maybe sometime in the fall if you're available. Before the end of the year, for sure, I want to bring you on at least one more time. I know your schedule tends to fill up quickly. And for everyone listening to the replay, or even if you're listening live, if you'd like to book a private reading with Deanna, that link is in the description or show notes right now, depending on where you're listening to this. And I'm also going to include a link to her Amplify Your Love Energy, go at your own pace online course, which everybody loves. So this was great. Thanks again so much for everyone listening live. Thank you again, Deanna. I'm looking forward to doing this again soon. Me too. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Helena. Big hugs. You're welcome. Bye, everyone. See you next time. the biggest mistake women make when a man is hot and cold, acting distant, or pulling away is something called a connection barrier, and it only pushes him further away. If you'd like to read about what a connection barrier is so you don't accidentally make it, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.